guys. Now, what an awesome worship session that was today. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to church today. I want to welcome everybody that is watching us online uh, today. Thank you so much for tuning in and staying connected to Passionate Life Church. Listen, we love our online church. Hey, hey, online, okay, if you're by the keyboard, just thank uh, Matt Brown for, for, man, he loves our online campus and he's always trying to make it better for you guys. And so go ahead and just type in and thank you. Thank Matt, thank Matt, thank Matt, thank Matt. Okay, do that. Awesome. Uh, man, we are in a series today. We're uh, in part three of our series called The Advantage. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. And before we, we get into the meat uh, of the message today, I want to uh, just make a, a couple quick announcements today. Uh, the first one is if you are experiencing a job loss over the next couple months, uh, we know how hard that can be and devastating that can be to you and your family. Uh, here at Passion Life Church, we would love to walk alongside of you um, in, in that season. And so um, no matter what, what, what situ whatever the situation is, we would love to counsel you and pastor you through it. And so if you could... Uh, and, and, and online too, if you could today go to the Welcome Center and, and we would love, if you just need a phone call or if you just want to come in and, and sit with us, we would love to counsel and pastor you through that situation, okay? Awesome. The second thing is, uh, Matt alluded to it, it's on Wednesday night, it's our upper room prayer night, and, and really what Wednesday night is about it's really just an extended response time. You know how we have response time here at church and uh, people come to the altar and the cross and then they get prayer. It's an extended prayer time. And we have three different rooms upstairs depending on your prayer preference. We have one room where you go and you, you do devotions and you read your Bible and you pray to yourself. And then there's another room where you can get prayer. And then there's a spirit-led prayer room. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. And so there's a room uh, you'll hear people speaking in tongues, people will be prophesying. Um, it, it's just, and listen, it's a safe spiritual environment uh, for you to experience the depths of the Holy Spirit. And so, man, I really, it's really on my heart to just encourage our church, man, once a month, just put it on your calendar once a month to try to get there because it's really a powerful experience um, every single week that we have. And I just want you guys to know, like, that's our midweek service is, is upper room prayer. And so, uh, We've, I think we've all had those hard weeks, right? Where it's like, man, I wish we had a service. Well, we have a service. It's called prayer night, okay? It's called Wednesday night upper room prayer, okay? And so I want to encourage you guys to do that. Just, just try uh, to make it a, a point once a month to, to be part of that, all right? Awesome. The advantage, the advantage. Jesus said that it is our advantage that he goes away because then we get the Holy Spirit, right? And, and, and we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage you, if you missed any parts of the series, go online uh, or, or listen to our podcast to catch up. Uh, but, but really, uh, what we've been talking about is, is that uh, the Holy Spirit is our advantage uh, over uh, the attacks of the enemy. We need an advantage over the devil. And Jesus has given one, give us as one in the Holy Spirit. And we've been talking that 
is, it is a separate experience, right? There's salvation, baptism, and then there's being baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's Jesus' baptism. And, and man, God's been doing so many different things over the last couple weeks, and, and he's going to continue to do uh, great things today as we talk about the dunamis gifts, okay? Dunamis is the Greek word for power. We're going to be talking about the power gifts of the Holy Spirit today. So let's, let's just start off with this question that we started off last week with. Why does the Holy Spirit give gifts? Why does the Holy Spirit give gifts? He gives gifts so we can help each other, right? The Holy Spirit gives gifts so we can help one another. I, I came across this, this passage today, or this week, and I want us to get in the right frame of mind. This is Jesus preaching the Sermon of the Mount, the Beatitudes, and he says this in Matthew 5, 6. He says this, Blessed are those who are hung, hungry, hunger, who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. I believe if you have come today hungry and thirsty, the Holy Spirit is going to fill you today. You see, this is... This is the church that Jesus is looking for. He's looking for a church that is hungry and thirsty for more of Him. And so that's, man, that's my desire for us. And that's going to be my prayer this morning. Come on, let's pray. And then we'll get into the Word today. Holy Spirit, we thank You that You're here and You dwell in us. That You're moving in this church with miracles and healings. God, and you're giving out gifts. Holy Spirit, we thank you for the gifts that you've already poured out. Holy Spirit, we just ask right now that you would give us a hunger and thirst to know you more. Holy Spirit, we just say that we just say that you have free reign this morning in our hearts and minds. Father, I just pray that I'd get out of the way, all of you and none of me, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. The gifts are not our identity, and they belong to the Holy Spirit. They belong to the Holy Spirit. And, and uh, there's a tendency, right, to get a certain gift or not get a certain gift, right? And, and, and it wraps up, our identity gets wrapped up in that gift. And what we need to understand today is that no matter Whatever gift we get or don't gift, whatever gift we get or don't get, that our identity is a son and a daughter. We fully need to understand this today, that we are sons and daughters no matter what. Listen, if you remove pastor from, from, from my name, if you remove pastor from my title, I'm still a son. I am still a daughter. And we need to understand that our lives are rooted, our lives are rooted uh, in being sons and daughters. We are heirs heirs to the throne, right? To Man, we get to spend eternity with Jesus, okay? And so, uh, man, that's, that, man, that's who we are uh, because it, there's a tendency um, that we have to uh, identify with a certain gift and it becomes our identity. And, and we just need to understand that we are sons and daughters. Amen? Awesome. Okay, let's, let's, we're going to recap last week's uh, passage in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 4 through 8. Uh, we're we're going to recap that, and then we're going to get into uh, the power gifts today, and we're going to break them down. Let's go ahead and, and read it this morning. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve 
the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. Let's continue. The same Spirit gives great faith to another, and to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Spirit who distributes all of these gifts. He alone, He alone decides which gift each person should have. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives out the gifts. Okay, let's, let, let's go ahead and get into the power gifts today. The power gifts. The power gifts include faith, gifts of healing, and working of miracles. These gifts visibly demonstrate God's power. Come on. This is my desire for our church. Come on, in our lives that we would experience the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit. That, that we would experience this dunamis power, this supernatural power. And listen, as everything in our culture, it seems like our culture calls good, bad, and bad, good, right? And, and everything that is happening with, with the sickness and everything, like we're going to absolutely need these power gifts, okay? Like the world... As the church, I'm telling you right now, we are going to become that church that is sitting on the hill, that is shining for all the light to see, because God is going to continue to move in this church with power and might. Amen? All right, faith. Let's look at the first one here. Okay, this gift is different than faith unto salvation. Okay, let, let, let's stop there for a moment. It takes faith to receive salvation, right? You have to believe in Jesus right? You have to believe that God sent his only begotten son to die for us, born of a virgin, right? That takes faith, right? And then three days later, he rose again from the dead, right? Like that takes faith, right? Like, so it does take a level of faith to experience salvation, to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that, that you are saved, right? Like, like it takes a level of faith. That's not this kind of faith, okay? This is the next level of faith that we're talking about here. For this gift of faith involves the supernatural ability to believe and trust God in difficult circumstances for extraordinary results. This gift of faith often brings about incredible miracles and is closely related to other power gifts. And so you'll, you'll actually see the blend and, and uh, they actually go in and out of one another between these three different power gifts. And, and, and so uh, for as far as me, as far as me and, and Pastor Don, like this is our gift. Like, like we, this is where we land. This is where we live. We live right here. It, God has just given us a supernatural, extraordinary faith to believe that God can do anything, okay? And that, that's just who, who we are. And it's probably because of what he brought us out of. He brought us out of uh, just complete darkness, uh, drug addiction, alcoholism. I mean, we were fully submerged in that lifestyle. And, and, and God, by God's grace, 
he pulled us out of that hole and, and he made us brand new. And so I never forget what God did for me and what he saved me out of. And so I, I just have this perspective of if he can save someone like me, he can save anybody, okay? Like literally, you have some people in your life that are like, man, they're never coming to Jesus. Look, Jesus saved me, okay? And so no one is beyond the grip of Jesus. No one is too far gone, okay? And, and so that, that's probably added why um, Don and I have just this supernatural faith of believing God for anything, and it's probably why we were able to essentially parachute into uh, Denver, Colorado without knowing anybody, right, without having any connections and just sell everything and just move, right? Like, that, that's just how we are. Uh, God has wired us in the aspect of, of faith. And, and if you're ever wondering what your spiritual gifts are, we actually have uh, what is called growth track. Uh, Pastor Don does it. it. You take a personality test. And then you take a, a spiritual gifting test, and it kind of just shows you where you rank high on and kind of like the role of the church uh, that you would be uh, good at. And so if you're interested in that, go uh, to the Welcome Center, and you can uh, sign up for that too, okay? All right, so when I was <laughs> preparing this week, when I was preparing this week, uh, I did not prepare uh, or, or to prepare, prepare to talk about giving today, okay? Um, but the Holy Spirit's like, okay, uh, you need to talk about giving today. You need to talk about the faith that it takes to tithe, okay? And, and, and it takes faith, salvation faith, it takes faith to give, to tithe. This thing that scripture talks about giving 10% and Jesus talks about it too, okay? Matthew 23, 23, Jesus says, yes, you should tithe, okay? And what's tithe? Tithe is giving 10% of your finances, okay? Uh, everything that you make, you, you're putting it first and you're giving it to God, okay? And we don't talk a lot about money here at Passionate Life Church. And the reason why we don't do that is because I don't want any of you ever to say, well, that church just wants my money, okay? And I think we've all, we've all experienced that where, you know, every Sunday they do a 10-minute offertory and, and, you know, it's almost like they're begging and they do 12-week stewardship series. Like, we don't do that here. You actually, it's actually difficult to give here, okay? Like, we hide these boxes around, right? Like, I've had several people, they're like, how do I give to this church? Like, do you not want money? Like, And, and it's because I want us to have a level of understanding of why we're giving, okay? Because for me, it took me years. It took me about two and a half years as a Christian to actually understand, and I prayed for supernatural faith in this area, okay? Because for Don and I, it did not make sense financially. Okay, we were going paycheck to paycheck. We were in, in major debt, and it did not make sense for us to give 10% of everything that we made to God every single month. It did not make mathematical sense for some of you people that like math, okay? Like, it did not make sense budget-wise, and that's why we need this supernatural faith in this area to say, okay, God, this doesn't make sense, but I'm going to do it anyways, and, and this is what I've seen, and this is what I've seen, and other pastors have seen this, is that God does more supernatural miracles in the area of finances when people tithe than any other miracle. I mean, I've just seen, and it's because God says, look, 
no other area can you test me in, okay, but money, okay? And he's just like, you can't test me in any other area of your life, but test me with your money. And it's almost like God is challenging in us. He's like, go ahead and see what I will do. I will open heaven over your life, and I will pour out a blessing so much that you cannot contain it. And the reason why is because Jesus talked about money, that it can be a God in our lives. It can, it can become a God and, and have control. And listen, this is my issue. I had a control issue with money, okay? I had a control issue. I like to control it, okay? I like to have it. I like to, to determine where I spend it. And God was like, I need that control. And it, listen, God doesn't need our money, okay? He does not need our money, but he needs our heart. Hebrews 11.6, and I've never preached on this passage pertaining to money before, okay? Hebrews 11.6, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. It is impossible to please God without faith. And so if we're not tithing, if we're not giving 10% to God, we're not pleasing God in that area of giving. I knew it was going to get quiet. <laughs> because if I, if, I were to, if I were to guess to look at our, our numbers, uh, about 20 to 22% uh, of people that attend here and online uh, actually tithe, Okay actually give. And so I know that this is hitting home for, for many of you. And some of you will, Pastor, I'm already blessed. I'm already rich. I already have money. And what Jesus would say to you is that you are selfish. Listen, if you're new to Passionate Life Church today, I promise you, I won't call you selfish next week if you come back. Actually, no, I can't promise that. Uh, never mind. Because it's not just about money. You see, that, that, that's where, man, we need to allow the Holy Spirit to open our hearts and minds. He wants to do more than just bless you with an extra paycheck or a bonus. He wants to bless all of our lives. He wants to pour out a blessing that we cannot contain, where we have to give other, but you will become a blessing because God is blessing us so much. And, and, and I love the argument that it's an Old Testament principle because actually the priests taught 25 to 35%. That's what they taught in the Old Testament. And then they would teach, all right, now you need to give, that's like a good starting point, then you need to give more, right? You need to give over and above. Right? So, and, then, and then we look at Jesus' example, right, in the New Testament, and there's this young stud, right? I mean, he's, and he's rich, and he comes up to Jesus, and he's probably good looking. He comes up to Jesus, and he's like, Jesus, you want me on your team. You want to talk about attractional Christianity? You're looking at it, Jesus, like, come on. You want me on your team. Like, I'm nailing everything. Like, just, and I'm rich and good looking. I mean, Jesus says, go home, sell everything, and follow me. Now, that's not instruction for everybody but this dude loved his money and stuff more than he could possibly ever love god 
Now, here at Passionate Life Church, we, uh, we owe $1.4 million on this building, okay? And um, if anybody here today or watching online wants to write a check for $1.4 million, we will receive it and pay off the loan, okay? Be debt-free. Listen, James says, you have not because you ask not. And as we continue in this, this series today, in, in this message today, some of you haven't experienced the power of God because it hasn't even come out of your mouth yet. And the Holy Spirit is just waiting for you. He's like, will you ask me? And the reason why we haven't experienced abundant blessing in our life is because we've not, we haven't even asked. And so some of you today, it's going to be such a breakthrough today. You're going to start giving for the first time. You're going to start asking for miracles in your life today for the first time. And you are going to experience the power of the Holy Spirit like never before. All right. We're good with faith. <laughs> All right, number two, number two, gifts of healing. And I love this, gifts of healings. It's not just one healing, right? It's not just one healing. It's gifts of healings. God works through a person with this gift to heal and restore people's bodies, minds, and emotions. This person has a level of faith to believe God for healing in any situation and is willing to try even non-conventional methods if God leads. Okay. So this is the gift. When I start talking about gifts uh, of the Holy Spirit, like this is the gift that everybody wants, right? Because it's the coolest one. Like, like, can we be real? Like it's, it's the coolest one, right? Healing, like I can pray for people and they supernaturally get healed. Yeah, sign me up for that one, right? And, and this is the one that is just, it's, it's not black and white either, right? It, it, it's, it can be very it can be very complicated when it comes to gifts of healings because, like, like I said last week, I've worked in all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but just where I'm extraordinary is just that, that faith part where I just believe God can do anything. It's just how God has, has made me, but I've prayed for people and they've gotten healed before, and then I've prayed for people and they haven't got healed before, but my trust in God stays the same. Okay, I think that's really important that... that and, and the pressure isn't on Andrew, right? Because I can't heal anybody. Only the Holy Spirit heals people. And so we're removing the pressure off of us and just putting it back on the Holy Spirit to give the Holy Spirit the opportunity to do something really special, like healing. Now, there are some people that just, man, they just have an extraordinary faith to see people get healed. And I've met them, and God just, man, he heals through them. They're just wired this way uh, of this gifting of just, man, they're able to pray for people, and people just get healed more often than not, okay? And so, but you don't have to have the gift of healing to pray for healing, okay? Like, you can pray for yourself, right? Like, the Holy Spirit's in you, and he can heal through you. Like, you don't, you don't have to, you know, buy some healing oil online for $99.99. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can pray for yourself for healing, okay? There's just certain people that um, have extraordinary faith for, for this area, but we can all pray for healing, right? 
And what I love about God is that um, he just wants an opportunity to do something special. I remember this one lady uh, came to me, and she was struggling with alcoholism. And, uh, I, I, and she was like, I need you to pray for me. And so, man, I prayed. And I prayed an awesome prayer against the spirit of alcoholism. I'll tell you right now, I cast that spirit out. I mean, it was like I was going to town, right? And uh, she writes us an email the next week, and she said, um, when you prayed for me, I'm still struggling with alcohol, um, but when you prayed for me, um, I was supernaturally healed of an incurable disease. <laughs> I didn't even pray for that. Like, and, and, and listen, God just wants an opportunity. The Holy Spirit just wants an opportunity to do something special in our lives. Uh, I used to work with this guy. He was uh, actually an Anglican uh, priest. I think they're priests or, or pastor. I don't know. He's an Anglican something. Uh, he was ordained, okay, by the Anglican church. And I used to work with him, and um, he had this rare eye disease, okay? He had this rare eye disease, and it was like his, his vision was becoming, like he was losing his vision from his per peripherals. And so it was closing in, closing in, and it was like, it was almost like this much at this point, um, he couldn't see anything on his side. And so what I would love to do is like slap him on the side of the head. It was a fun game, okay, because he couldn't even see it coming, you know. He was a good sport. And, uh, and so eventually it was just going to go completely, he was going to go completely blind. And um, I would always joke, his name was Roy. I'd always joke with Roy. I said, Roy, um, we, we worked, the, the place we worked at, there was this pond, I mean, a disgusting pond. And, and I said, Roy, you know what you need to do? You need to go down there and get some mud and slam it on your eyes and see if Jesus will heal you. You see, there's a story in the Bible where Jesus puts mud on a guy's eyes and he heals him. And so um, he didn't think it was funny. I thought it was funny. Um, and so he told his wife this, this story, okay? And his wife didn't say anything. And so that week, they go to a Wednesday night uh, service. They go to a Wednesday night service, and the pastor is talking about having extraordinary faith to step out to do things that don't make sense, okay? And so she's driving home, okay, and she's thinking about it, and, and the Holy Spirit's speaking to her uh, to get mud from one of her potted plants. And so they, they come home. Roy goes inside, and she goes and gets her, her water container, and she, she pours it into... Um, a potted plant, right, the soil, and, and, and she says, hey, Roy, come out here. Roy, as soon as he walks outside, bam, like she just, boom, right in his face. And he said, he said it was in my ears. It was up my nose. He said it was in my mouth. He was just like, it was completely disgusting, right? Like, and so, uh, he goes inside and they, he's, he's, you know, uh, putting the water over his eyes. And finally, eventually, he gets all of the dirt out and, and he begins to, to, you know, open and close his eyes. And all of a sudden, he has perfect vision. We serve an awesome God who wants to do awesome things who wants to open deaf ears, who wants to open blind eyes, who wants to heal and restore not just physical things, but emotional things and, and things we struggle with mentally. Like we serve a God who cares about all of us 
and he wants to heal every part of us, not just some physical ailment. I think that's the one that we are attracted to because you can see it, right, when something like that happens. But man, for many of us, man, if God could heal, could heal us emotionally or mentally, man, that would be even a bigger deal than healing something physical. And then, and then as far as healing, and we'll go on to the next one, um, Man, sometimes, and this is why it it's, can be difficult to understand, sometimes God does it immediate. Sometimes God does it over a long period of time. Um, the best example is my wife, Dawn. She got in a car accident, a really bad car accident as a teenager, and messed up her back, like bad. Like for the first, I would say, 10 years of our marriage, like she would throw out her back two to three times a year to the point where she could not walk anymore. I mean, it was just horrific. And we just prayed every, man, we just prayed all the time, all the time. God, please heal her back, heal her back, heal her back, heal her back. I mean, we just did it over about a 10-year period. And then one day, all of a sudden, God just healed her back and, and completely restored and renewed everything that was wrong in her back. And so if God doesn't heal something right away, that doesn't mean that he's not working if God doesn't do something supernatural right away, that doesn't mean that he's not doing it or working through it. Man, that means you just need to keep going, keep praying. Don't give up. Whatever it is that you're praying for, keep praying. Point number three, point number three. The workings of miracles. The workings, the working of miracles. A person with this gift can be used by God to do any type of creative miracle from using physical strength to move a car, to regenerate a body part, to affecting the weather. There is no limit to what God can do, and the person with this spiritual gift has the faith to believe God for anything. There's a couple in our church that have been um, going on this, this journey over the last several months with their mom, who uh, I believe she she had stage four cancer and they were preparing to say goodbye to her. And, you know, they were, they were very sad, but they continued to pray that, that God would, would do a miracle. And that woman showed up to church last week without cancer. Jesus is still the great physician. He's still working. Many times we just need to give him an opportunity to do the work. Here's another story. Here's another story that I feel like I need to share this morning that really just wrecked me because I think we're, we, we, we think we need to know everything about healing. We, we think we need to know, you know, memorize certain scriptures in the Bible, and we need to be believer for 25 years before God does something like this in our life. Um, a couple years ago, there's a woman brand new to the faith. I mean, brand new, like, like two to three months old, like giving her life to Jesus. And um, she she was coming to church during uh, January, and, and every January, we do a fast here, a 21 days of prayer and fasting. If you're new to Passionate Life Church, something to look forward to. It is literally the most powerful 21 days of the year here. We put God first, so he'll bless the, the rest. And so we, we fast and we pray. And so she's like, I'm going to fast. I'm going to do it. I'm jumping in. I'm like, okay, what are you praying for? 
She's like, well, uh, my mom has stage four cancer and she's been given weeks to live. And so I'm just going to pray for her. I'm just going to fast and pray that God would heal her. And I've asked her if she would come to church. And she said she will never come to church. She does not like God. Okay. So this is a unbeliever who said she would never come to church. Doesn't like God. This is a brand new person to the faith. We're talking two to three months old. And she's like, all right, I'm jumping in. I'm going to fast and pray for my mom. Literally two weeks later, she came up to me with with, with tears running down her eyes. And she said, I took my mom to, to the doctors this week for a checkup. And they literally can find no cancer in her body. She said, it's as though she never had cancer. And so that just like really wrecked me. Like, like here's someone who, who informationally doesn't know very much. But she does know that God, if we give God an opportunity... He can do great things. The greatest miracle that we'll ever experience here on earth is seeing someone go from death to life. There is nothing greater than that. Seeing someone who is going towards eternal damnation in a moment now is going to spend eternity in heaven. Man, last week we had 14 people make a public declaration of faith, get baptized. Man, that's, man, for us, that, for me, I could do it every week. It would never get old because it's, it's, it's the greatest demonstration of people allowing their old life to go, man, go down and come up a new creation. And there's some of you today, there's some of you today, and I just feel so strongly on my heart this morning to do this. There's some of you today that there's someone in your life or several people in your life where it would literally take an act of God, a miracle, to get them to give their life to Christ. And I believe the Holy Spirit today is saying, I want them. I want them. I love them more than you love them. And, and, I, and I believe on an act of faith today, I believe that you need to write their name down as though you're, you're writing them down in the Lamb's book of life today is an act of faith and nail it to the cross and say, in Jesus' name, this person is yours. Guys, we need to stop being so passive in the spirit. We need to stop being so passive with our prayers Miracles and healings don't happen because we don't pray for them. We don't truly believe in them. Man, God wants to move in a great way in our lives because what a demonstration. What an example to the world that we're set apart. And so today, some of you in this room, you have the gift of healing. You don't know about it because you've never asked God, God, what gifts do you have for me? And he wants to give you that gift today. Some of you in this room, you have the gift uh, of miracles. You have the gift of faith, but you've never experienced it like that because you've never asked. James, the brother of Jesus, says you don't have because you don't ask. So today, we're going to ask and we're going to expect the Holy Spirit to give out these gifts today. Come on, let's bow our heads and close our eyes today as we go into our response time.
First things first, maybe you, today you're here and you've never said yes to Jesus. And you need to say yes to Jesus today. Or maybe you've drifted from the truth and, man, you need to recommit your life to following Jesus. Not just believing, but following Jesus today. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If that's you today, I'm just going to ask you to slip up your hand and I just want to pray with you today. Yep, just go ahead and slip it up. Thank you, Jesus. You can put it down. Yep, yep. Thank you, Jesus. Yep, just go ahead and put it down. Thank you, Jesus. And I would just ask this morning that we would all say this prayer. Repeat this prayer after me as we help those making the greatest decision of their life today. Dear Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross. And I ask this morning that you would forgive me of all my sins, that you would come into my life and be my Lord and King. And from this day forward, I will follow you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's give them a hand clap today. Heaven is rejoicing. We are now going to transition into our response time today here at Passionate Life Church. We, we make it really easy to respond to God with three different stations. The first station is the station of the cross. You can put anything you want on that piece of paper and stick it to the cross. Jesus says it is finished. And I just really feel today, some of you need a miracle for somebody that is lost. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a child. Maybe it's a grandkid. Maybe it's a parent. I just really feel strongly today that, man, Holy Spirit wants you to write that name down in an act of faith and say in Jesus' name, they will be saved. They will. They will spend eternity in heaven. And then we're going to open up this, this portion of the room. It's the altar. If you just want to come and get along with God, you can do that. And then we have prayer partners over here uh, to, to my left, your right, uh, the prayer cove. Man, some of you need to go and talk to somebody about these spiritual gifts. And, and uh, some of you need to have somebody pray with you today. You've been struggling this week. Uh, man, don't, don't struggle alone today. Man, And it's just powerful to have someone else pray with you. It's just powerful. That, that agreement is, is just supernatural. And so some of you, man, get prayer today. Don't, don't, don't delay what God wants to do today. If you can stand to your feet this morning, we're going to uh, pray, and then we're going to respond to the Holy Spirit today. And over the last couple of weeks, we've been doing this, and I want to do it again. Just open up your hands, ready to receive, because the Holy Spirit's going to give gifts today. Holy Spirit, we are positioned, ready to receive every gift that you have for us. Holy Spirit, I just pray a supernatural gift of faith would, would, would just come across this place right now into every single person's soul, God, that we would have the supernatural faith to believe for anything. Holy Spirit, we just receive that supernatural faith right now in Jesus' name. And some of it, now we some of it need it to give, Lord, to put you first in our finances. Holy Spirit, we just receive the gift of healing today to begin to believe for supernatural miracles in the realm of healing, emotions, and, and physical bodies. Holy Spirit, we just receive the gift of miracles, God. That we would begin to ask. <laughs> And you would begin to do. Holy, Holy Spirit, we receive everything you have for us right now. In Jesus' name, amen.